insight, banter, and comedy? It's Behind the Line Radio with your host, Kinetic, and it starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Line Radio. I'm your host, Kinetic, a.k.a. Nick, coming back from the holiday break. And since then, Nintendo has uh, really, really entered the mobile space. They had uh, Pokemon Go, which wasn't really Nintendo. That was made by Niantic, licensed from the Pokemon Company, which is owned by other people. A whole lot of people like to credit Nintendo, but it's not quite the same. Nintendo also had Mitomo, which was a pretty interesting experiment, but now... It's official, Mario is on mobile with Super Mario Run. And to talk about that, I brought on a former co-worker of mine, Josh. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you doing, Nick? I'm okay. Um, so I believe both of us have played the free version of Super Mario Run at this point. We didn't, uh, we didn't pay for the full unlock and everything. Uh, that is correct. Okay. Yep. Just to make sure our perspective on this is uh, understood. Yep. So, um, yeah, Super Mario Run, kind of an infinite runner, but not really infinite. It's got its stages that are set up. It's got kind of a versus thing. It's got a, a city, like, management setup or decoration thing. Um, I have some thoughts about this, but Josh, why don't you give your first impressions? Yeah, uh, so... Pretty much, uh, that was a good summary of, of what it is. It's it's kind of like an infinite runner, but um, almost has um, like Flappy Bird uh, kind of trial and error mechanics to it, as far as going through and perfecting levels. Um, has some the level building has a little bit of a multiplayer aspect with the rally. Um, Overall, I would say it's it's got really solid gameplay. I love the I love the actual gameplay. I I, I feel like they've done a great job at capturing that that Mario feel um, on mobile. Uh, the jumping mechanics, the running mechanics, everything feels really solid. The level layout is is fantastic um, with the limited amount of levels that they give you. Right. Um, so I I think um, where the game starts to have some issues are kind of just the basically like standard um, best practices in the mobile industry as far as where they put their pay gate, um, how they did that. The, the, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's really like a free to play because there's not really like grind mechanics or anything, but it's just, I feel like they've kind of missed the mark. Um, and you can kind of see that in the charting also, right? Like it had a big spike and then now it's it's really dropping off because uh, it doesn't really have a an infinite kind of like pay pay loop in there. Right. Yeah, so there's you kind of hit on a couple things that that are, are one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you in to discuss this because there's multiple aspects to this that we can discuss because there's obviously the game design and implementation and there's also the business side of things. Um, my initial impressions on it. So the free version, you get the first three stages, you get uh, access to the rally mode and uh, the first 20 seconds of the first boss palace thing, you know, World 1-4. Yep. Uh, I thought the first three stages did a, a – they did pretty good at – I mean – you know, only playing those few, you don't necessarily get a full scope of what could be involved, but all three stages looked and felt different, and I thought yep. that was good. 
I mean, I wish there would have been more than 20 seconds in stage one four, but, you know, that's how they chose to do it. I thought that the, um, uh, jumping mechanics felt good. I, it, it, it definitely, for me, as a super old school Mario player, uh, the little auto hurdle thing over enemies feels, Ooh. it takes some getting used to. I mean, it works fine, but it, but it, it, um, my, Initial reaction is always that I have to jump over them. So, right. So it's, yeah, it, it's it, fighting it, it, a little bit of ingrained instinct there from 30 years ago. So. Yep, yep. It does feel a little weird at first. And then yeah. at, at first I, I thought it was only when I had a mushroom and I was large, but then it also <laughs> when you're small and I was like, oh, that's, that's a little interesting, but, uh, it, do, it does take some getting, some getting used to. But, uh, on top of that, there's a, Oddly enough, there was a mechanic in there that I don't think I saw them introduce where if you, you jumped fully and, and you're starting to drop, you can tap the screen again and Mario does kind of a helicopter spin and stalls his descent slightly. Yep. And you can do that depending on how far you're falling. You can do it two or three times. So it really changes the arc of your jump. And so that's, uh, one example of being able to get more functionality intuitively out of a one-button gameplay kind of thing. And yep. so I like that. I also really like the... It kind of has an emphasis on style points, particularly in rally mode, uh, where I'm... One of the funny things about rally mode, so that's your PvP mode, kind of, is I am... I, I haven't looked into this, but it gives you the feeling that this is live PvP, but I'm reasonably certain that since you don't have... You don't go into a lobby and wait for people to select you. You only select other people that you challenge in rally mode that you're just playing off, uh, playing against ghosts, basically. Someone else's yeah, score. I think it's a, I think it's a ghost. Um, yeah. which is nice. I, I, oh, no, that's that, fine. That I think, ghost. I think it's a perfically good implementation of it. Rate, you know, asynchronous racing, you race ghosts. It's fine. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, you're just uh, racing against each other's scores for coins and style points, and that's where the style points come in. It's it's you know you race, and if you do a a particular jump or you do something cool, you get little toads cheering for you, and those influence the score at the end. Yep. And, and but I and how much you win at the end too. You, you, the the boy. total prize is based entirely off the sum of the style points that both competitors earn. Yep. Yep. And then I guess the, the more toads you have, that helps you upgrade your castle back at your, yeah, uh, level building part of things. But then I don't even, I don't really know what that nets you, right? Cause I, I think, I, I, well, one of the things is in the free version, you can only get red toads and there's several <laughs> other colors and they unlock different buildings. And I believe the different buildings will eventually, uh, some of them will unlock different things, maybe different you know, you look at it, you can also have, like, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi as runners. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably tied into that. Either that or those are tied to clearing the castles. Yeah, but the buildings, I was looking through through them, and I don't, I don't think they actually give you different functionality. Like, for the, the, the different characters, there's certain things, like, if you link a Nintendo account, I think you get Toad, or mm. uh, if you clear... Bowser, you get the princess and things like that. But the the but yeah, the actual city building just seems like it's purely decoration, which is mm -hmm. seems kind of like a miss there. Yeah. Well, and that's that's one of the things is uh, you know as we're talking about it, 
uh, some of this is, um, you know, in in the professional circles, you can look at another game and analyze it, and it, you know, uh, like a teardown. So that's kind of how we're talking about it here. And if you look at it as, you know, the the city building is either completely aesthetic, it might be a bit of a miss. If there's any other functionality to it, that wasn't very clearly communicated to the player, at least not in the demo mode, which is where you would probably want to surface all of these aspects of the game, you know, yep. to, to yep. like, look, you can get more. Uh, I, for one, felt that it was a bit... The, the the strict limiting of the toads available felt a little bit like a cheap shot because I can understand why they wouldn't exactly want to say, no, you can't get this until you pay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found myself, before I, I realized it or remembered someone else mentioning it in a review, running several rally races trying to earn different colored toads and wondering, it's like, how do you get different ones? Oh yeah. oh yeah, it's blocked off, and they they didn't tell me that part, huh? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I I looked it up um, online. I was just like, okay, how how do I get these different colored toads? Because the different colored toads, once you hit certain thresholds of those, then you can buy mm-hmm. some of the different buildings. Um, and I, it comes down to you have to race against opponents that have those toads available. Um. But you don't get those until you get further in the game and you unlock some of the levels. So yeah, it's, it's just a lot of it really isn't well, well communicated in, in the game itself. Yeah. Which is, uh, sort of expanding off of that from communication in the game. One of the things that really struck me is, you know, Super Mario Brothers World 1-1 is something that should be studied for years and years. Uh, by people, just how well it communicates how you use the game without mm-hmm. any dialogue, without any anything. It teaches you how to play by playing. Yeah. yeah. And when I was going into Super Mario Run, it, it did the whole, you know, little toad coming up explaining stuff to you. It's like, ah, uh, <laughs> oh, man, maybe, maybe they should have tried something a little simpler at first. Just to see if they could they could pull something like that off again. I mean, you know, Super Mario World One One is kind of like uh, Batman: The Dark Knight, where you, you know you, you should never expect something to be that. Right, but, right. You're just going, but it's to- something you should sh- still shoot for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I see why they do that though, because there is a lot of there's just a whole host of features that you want to get in to try to make a successful mo- mobile product. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and now, I think they do bombard you with too much information in the beginning versus trying to, like, layer it out as you actually, as it makes sense. Um, and, again, I think that just comes to the inexperience of them on this platform. Like, if you look at the content and the payment gate, like, they, they don't really give you a good sense of like the value of the product before they hit you with a hard content gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think like if that just comes with experience, I think as they get into this space more and they're probably looking at where are users dropping off, where are users converting, I think they'll start to refine that with future products or probably even do some updates to this one. Um, but uh, yeah, it just, it, to me, it just speaks to the inexperience of them on this, on this platform. And that's kind of interesting because that's one of the reasons why they partnered so heavily with DNA, I, I would imagine, was to try to get some of this experience about having to have, like, hard lessons 
Yep. So, I mean, would you say that might be, you know, Nintendo's not listening to DNA? DNA doesn't know the lessons that well themselves in the first place or any of that? Well, I would... I would say there's probably more going on there because they did move, move to shut down the DNA office in the Bay Area, right? So, um, I would say that they're probably charging ahead. Nintendo is, is maybe disregarding some of that, that information, um, the learnings from DNA. Um, and maybe they were just using, leveraging them for, technology, maybe? Yeah, maybe technology, maybe marketing channels, maybe distribution. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's that definitely like marketing channels and distribution channels and stuff. It's, it's, that's not something you can underestimate how important that is or how significant a task building that stuff up is. It's, yep. it's kind of hard to communicate to people who haven't been around. I, I don't necessarily even understand it all fully myself, but I can definitely appreciate it. Yep. Yep. And DNA, like they, they have that stuff down. They have all the partnerships with the different ad platforms, um, with, uh, Google and Apple, so mm-hmm. they could they probably definitely with the platforms. The platforms yeah. are a big one there. Yep, yep. So they, Nintendo probably leveraged a lot. Of although, although I would imagine if Nintendo, maybe not with Apple, but if Nintendo comes up, the, the pretty much everyone will sit up and listen. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Um, but uh, you know they they've also been doing product for a really long time, and I think they it Nintendo probably wants to do a little bit of trailblazing on their own. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we, we know what we're doing. We know the the Mario franchise, um, and we're probably disregarding some some product learnings. But again, that's just my assumption. That's just as an outsider looking in. Um, I'm sure it's could probably completely wrong. But uh, you know, it just seems like they they just skipped on a lot of industry standard things, even simple things like the um, like trying to get people to connect to a Nintendo account versus like a Facebook account. Yeah, I you know that's. The nin- that's kind of a running thing for Nintendo. Their whole network and account management thing has always been a bit clunky, mm-hmm. a bit weird, a bit, uh, to put it a certain way, a bit anti-social network. Yeah. Well, and then they probably... And I mean, by that, I mean against DNA. social network, not anti-social. <laughs> yeah. But they probably didn't learn anything from DNA there either, right? Because DNA had um, that whole... Mobile gay platform and everything. Right. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wrote an article on that one. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I wrote an article on that based on when Nintendo started partnering with DNA, and right. uh, I remember looking up pictures, and there were a whole bunch of like macros, image macros, and, and memes and stuff of people making fun of Mobage. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, Nobody but likes if, you. If if Nintendo had just kind of like swallowed their pride on that one and given up like, hey, we're not going to continue to push this network because it doesn't even have that much of an adoption and really go and leverage something like Facebook. I mean, that would be awesome. That was the first thing I went to look for was like, hey, can I connect to my Facebook account and then rally against friends, rally against mm. like ghosts or whatever? Yeah. Like I would have totally loved to do that, but um, they didn't. And yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, again, it's just another, like, industry standard thing that they just kind of choose, chose to either ignore or they just didn't, they weren't aware of. And, and, and hopefully they're, they're learning from some of that stuff. Definitely. One of the, one of the sort of almost insidious things about Facebook is how it's sort of anything that you would describe as having, you know, social gameplay elements to it often then wind up having, 
uh, Facebook, not just for, you know, friend leaderboards and friend matchmaking, but also as your single sign-in. Basically, your sign-in to Facebook is your sign-in to the game account. Yep. Which, I mean, is convenient, but from my perspective also, and this is, this is unrelated to, to Super Mario Run or anything like that, but it, I just wanted to, you know, point this out. For me, it kind of puts my teeth on edge a little about, you know, someone gets your Facebook login info, they got a lot. <laughs> They do. They do. Um, it's a little crazy. And so it's but, also, it's also but, about the introduction of that, right? Like a lot of products do that up front. Um, and that tends to kind of off put people and they don't, they don't want to sign up. But if you show the value, Hey, this is, this is why you're connecting. This is the functionality that you'll get as a result of it. People are, you know, a little bit, uh, more open to, to sharing that info. And then as a product team, you get a ton of user data on your users, uh, which is infinitely helpful. So, yeah. and and that's one of the other th- other questions is is um, I don't think Nintendo's done a whole ton that requires the kind of user analytics that mobile gaming needs. Maybe that's something they got from DNA. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah maybe I, maybe, maybe I should maybe I should hook Super Mario Run up to a proxy and see what analytics <laughs> platforms they hit. Yeah, what event? Yeah, that'd be interesting. All um, I can find is graph.facebook.com. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're collecting some some info, but you know, I yeah, you're yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of stuff in there, so be interesting. Yeah. The um but one more thing I wanted to hit um we kind of moved off the game functionality, but one more thing I wanted to mention there, or actually two things. One is those uh, uh, special coins, or like the colored coins. Yeah. Uh, I actually really liked those. That's uh, probably my favorite part of, of the of the game so far. Yeah, because, you know, you collect your... They're, they're a little bit like Yoshi coins from Super Mario World. You know, you collect five of them, and you get a, a special thing, and then it unlocks a new configuration. You get three different configurations, and so that gets you more replayability out of any given stage and also gives you another um i i could see if they wanted to uh, uh put out more content for the game they can release new configurations of levels yeah yeah no it's, it's a smart way to get really kind of cheap replay value in there right yeah. um, just reconfigure your coins and your enemy layout mm-hmm. uh but keep the same level layout which is probably the the, the heaviest lifting mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, and it's fun, and, and it's driven me to really replay a lot of those levels. And and some of them, I, I can imagine, would drive players batty in later, later levels. I mean, in the good way, uh, because yeah. you could have a... Uh, uh, in one of the early stages that are available in the demo, uh, one of the colored coins I found hidden in a block. Not a question yeah. block, just a block. I'm like, oh, I wasn't even looking for that. Interesting. If, yeah, if, I, I hadn't, if, I, if I hadn't just randomly hit it and I was still trying to grab it, I'd be like, where is it? <laughs> yeah, I haven't even um, unlocked all of them yet. and it's. Uh, but I kind of knew they were, they were probably hiding them in, in some tricky places like that, but yeah. I haven't spent that much time to actually continue, you know, keep hammering on the levels. Yeah, but, but some of them are also pretty cool, like the, the, how they translated the star power-up, where you mm-hmm. get kind of a magnet for coins. Yep. It is nice, yep. yeah. And um, uh, a bunch of different, you know, little because you're automatically running to the right. They have different little like arrow blocks that'll get you to do different things. So you can't 
technically backtrack unless you do something else, but I'll get to that later. But um, stuff like um, one of them, when you're running across a, the tops of the mushrooms, uh, one, uh, they have like um, little boxes with arrows to the right. You, if you hit jump when you're on them, you just catapult forward. Right. Or, you know, up to the right and it jumps you up there or pauses and it lets you stop for a second. So maybe if you wanted to jump off a paratrooper going up and down, you could wait for it to be in the right spot. But mm-hmm. you can't wait too long because the stages still have a timer and you have to finish in a certain amount of time. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that the player can weigh against. And actually, on top of that, I'm going over more than two things, but, uh, there are still, there are, uh, uh, courses of coins where you cannot get both of them. So the player is always going to have to take make a choice to figure out what is going to be their optimal path to get the most coins. Right, right. Uh, which it, which you know, I always like stuff like that where you, you you know, rather than just trying to perform, you have choices to make. Um, but uh, uh, another thing involved in all of that too is, while I said you can't go back, if you you know, fall into a pit or you wind up getting hit uh, by an enemy. Uh, Mario winds up in a little bubble and the bubble goes backwards through the stage. And I realized, oh, if I miss something, you I can, just use that to go back. Yeah, I can sink myself and go backwards. And the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the other trick is when I realized that that was a thing, I went back so far, I had no hope of finishing before the timer ran out. <laughs> but, right, but, right. But there's points in the in the level design where it's it it this is a really weird thing to say, but it almost feels like the best kind of Sonic game where you're just flowing and running and you know yeah. you react like you have enough time to react and you have enough time to think ahead. But there's a lot of, I mean, there's no other word for it. There's a lot of flow in the level design when it's really firing on all cylinders. Yep. Yep, for sure. And it's when the level design works that well, it is really a it is a very good experience to play. Yep, yep. And then and yeah, and talking about the uh, the the bubble and going back, it's funny because like if I'll mi- if I miss one of those coins and I want to go back, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna run into <laughs> an enemy, but then I like jump <laughs> over the enemy and I'm like, ah, come on, I want to like I want to like die so I can move back, but. Yeah, it's no, and and you're and you're right. Yeah, and you get in this nice like flow state uh, when when you're when exactly. you're going, which is which feels great. I mean, and it's really like a testament to just really really good level design and gameplay mechanics. Which you know, Nintendo they know what they're doing there, right? Yep. Especially, I'm sure they put they they pulled out the A team for this too, with all of the featuring they got from Nintendo. Um, and a lot of the marketing money that they put into it, like, yeah, they, they, they didn't pull out, you know, they pulled out all the stops there. Yeah. I mean, th- I, I don't think I've ever seen featuring this strong on Apple. I mean, it was like the whole banner for a week. Yeah. And well, and then I, I haven't seen them actually do the whole, uh, coming soon. Like you could download or whatever, and then it would, it would just notify you when the game was coming out. And I, I don't think I've actually seen that before, yeah. which was which was pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I, I've I've seen previews. I don't know if it was on Apple. I know I've seen it on, uh, you know, Android. In fact, they have a little, you know, coming soon crawl on the Google Play Store. But, uh, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I'm yeah. not exactly sure what good those are for. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we we we, we, we at work were actually trying to do something. Uh, like download something off the store to check something 
the uh, right about when um Super Mario One went up and got its featuring, and we could not download these things, and we were pretty sure it's because Super Mario Run just crushed the <laughs> iTunes Store. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. <laughs> but uh I mean, you know, Nintendo for for whatever misses they're having, even uh, on the business side and even on the sort of technical implementation side, they are carrying their momentum in terms of interest. And that's Definitely. important. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I, I mean, mean me, me Tomo made big waves when it went out. Uh, yep. I'm going to give partial credit for Pokemon Go. Um, yeah, yep. But uh, uh, even if they weren't really directly involved, but still, I mean, they, you know, they should be taking some lessons from it one way or the other. I mean, really, that's mostly Niantic. Yep. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely. Like they're they're they've been making some. A lot of lot of waves like in the in the mobile space, which is which is cool. It's it's yeah. nice to see another big player coming in mm-hmm. uh, and and bringing back a lot of this this great IP. Yeah. Now it's just, are they gonna at some point like get down the execution? Because it seems like all the products have these like execution issues, right? Like mm-hmm. Pokemon Go, sure it was awesome. It was this like social phenom, and everyone was playing it. But then the servers were terrible, and some of the the higher level grinding and, and, and just kind of balancing was off. And so it just started to have this like big drop off. Um, well, to be it, fair, to be fair to Pokemon Go, uh, I think the fact, and, and, and I have a Pokemon Go episode, uh, and I said this then, the fact that the server farm didn't explode under the kind of strain that thing got put under, I think is a bit <laughs> of a tribute to the quality of what they did. Sure, they had to do a whole lot of scrambling to make it better, but goddamn. That's yeah. not the kind of response anybody expects. Totally. Yep. Yep. That's true. That's true. Um, but I mean, just imagine if they didn't have those issues, right? Like yeah. that game would just be would have would have dominated and would still be dominating. Yeah. Um, if they had, if they, if they really had balanced, they, they out probably the- wouldn't have lost their community management. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. I, 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 I believe their community manager quit. And yeah, then they yeah. had to find someone else, and no one wanted to pick that up. Well, yeah, and and I heard it was a pretty just for everyone that was even trying to go into that position, like it was just they were being warned, like, look, this is a nightmare right now. Yeah, that <laughs> like, that, that is a meat grinder. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, no, it'll just it'll just be interesting to see. Do they eventually like learn from some of these these kind of like just execution mistakes? It's not yeah. even gameplay or the design of the game. Um, well, with the exception of like the under the hood, like kind of economy and balancing. Um, but if they can execute on that stuff, I think then they'll eventually come out with a hit that's gonna, that's gonna stay at the top of the charts and just, you know, dominate for, for a long time. Hypothetical question, I suppose. All right. Or, or proposition. If, if and when Nintendo gets a, a, a mobile hit, do you think it'll be based on an existing IP? Or a new IP that they would uh, they would uh, start on mobile. I think it'll probably be existing IP. Okay, and that's just from like l- like looking at what they do. Like they just they just continue to go back to that existing IP because it's solid. I mean, yeah. they, they have a really deep library there. So and I that's, guess uh, like, their their yeah. new president Kimishima, uh, who took over after Satoru Iwata, uh, mm-hmm. is interested in 
making better leverage of their IP. So they're, you know, they're working on a, a um, what was it, like a, a Nintendo section, a Nintendo themed section of a Universal Studios park in Japan or something along those lines. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you'd have, you know, dudes in Mario outfits running around, <laughs> you know, getting into cartoon that. fights with Wario and Waluigi. Right, right. But yeah, no, I would I would uh, expect to see like a big like a Mario Kart at some point, something yeah. to do with Zelda, even Metroid. Like they have they have a lot of IP that will translate well to mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't I don't see them really kind of going out and trying something something new. Because also too, then that that's what they're leveraging to keep probably marketing costs somewhat reasonable. It's like, hey, sure. look, everyone knows this IP. Um, it's, it's also, it's also what get, keeps that wave of interest that I mentioned. I mean, you had Mitomo, which was, I think, admittedly an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go to, to Mario here and, and, you know, if you have like a, a, I think they're doing Fire Emblem next. Are they? Oh, interesting. Or was it, uh, yeah, something like that. But I, I know like the next one or two have already been announced and based on existing IPs. So you're you're building in a bit of hype and anticipation there to it. So yep, yep, yeah. I haven't really um been been keeping track of the some of the games that are upcoming. But one of, one of the ironies about working in the games industry, you wind up not having enough time to follow all of the news <laughs> in the games industry. That is very true. That is very true. <laughs> so are you gonna are you gonna uh, bite the bullet and pay the ten bucks to get the rest of the levels? Uh, probably not. There's a possibility I would if I can hear about more later levels or more uh, sort of uh, differences in kind in the levels that uh, introduces more variety, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and, you know, levels that continue to get in that flow state that we talked about. But other than that, um, I feel like I've kind of experienced the, the type of gameplay that it uh, gives and... Uh, Instead of spending more time on that, I've got other games to try to get to. I mean, right now I can't even keep up with my PlayStation Plus subscription. Right, right. I got several things there already waiting for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm I, I probably will do it at some point just just to go through some of the levels. I probably won't go through and collect all the different colored uh, coins um, for all the levels, but at least just to experience more of the of the gameplay and. And also support them, right? I want to support the initiatives. Like, hey, they're sure. doing great games. I want to keep them, um, give them some support so they continue to kind of down that path. Yeah, that's you know that's fair too. <laughs> but uh, one of the one of the other things though, and this is the other kind of really big aspect of this that we haven't really touched on yet, is the monetization model is really kind of I don't know. Seven years old? <laughs> yeah. It's this terrible. freemium thing? It's terrible. Um, the, I mean, oh, their implementation of it or just uh, free-to-play in general? Or... Not free-to-play in general. The f- the This type of freemium where you, oh, you right. get a limited access and it's like, okay, now you have to pay. That hard paywall that you mentioned earlier. Oh, they could do so much more with if they had a grind mechanic where – you're pe- you're playing to earn coins or rally uh, tickets, and that's what's unlocking the content, right? And then they that just like exponentially goes up, like it has a really like steep curve, 
and then you could buy more more coins to to help unlock stuff like that would infinitely change their their business model i think yeah if they had something like that I, i i wonder if any of this has to do with uh some like no top limit free to pay monetization models, you know, where you can just spend on in-game currency and you can spend as much as you want on in-game currency just has a kind of a stigma about it that Nintendo doesn't want to get involved with. But I mean, really, you know, you, you mentioned having a grind mechanic and I think to some people that might sound exploitative, but I understand that's not really how you mean because one of the, one of the philosophies that should be adhered to for a free-to-play game, for that to be implemented well, is that nothing should strictly require the user to pay money for it. Right. Uh, like you said, a hard paywall. Hard paywalls are kind of a no-no. Yeah, um, yeah. It's so, very, very yeah. old, it's outdated, and, and, and then you just probably have such a massive drop-off of the people that are going to pay or they're not going to pay and then they get that wall and they're like well i'm not going to pay and they're out versus keeping them engaged and then potentially converting them later on down the road right? yeah so let's let's say for example instead of 10 bucks to unlock everything you have uh one dollar for each world that you can unlock and i think they already have what mm. like five yeah so that would be four bucks and you could say five bucks for unlimited rally tickets mm-hmm or something like that, you know? And then you can add more worlds later, and that also reduces the barrier to entry. It reduces, you know, you don't have to have a $10 investment up front. You could have a $1 investment, and you can keep going. And mm-hmm. then so some people would be more willing to spend $1, and, you know, you'll get that revenue that, that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise, and they may really like it and keep going and going and going. Uh, other people... When you do that, it's less likely that you're just going to have a hard cutoff when they hit that paywall. Yeah. Which means yeah. almost certainly there aren't too many people who would have spent the $10 that would not spend $10 through other forms of purchases. Totally. Yeah. I mean, they, they, someone that wouldn't pay $10 right now, if they were engaged in playing longer, they'd probably end up spent spending like 20, 30, you know, more or whatever amount on the game if they were, if they were engaged longer, right? And that's, I wouldn't even, even the whole like paying to unlock a, a world or something, I would just make it, you unlock levels, uh, based on coins. And then so you're going through and then that just continues to ramp up. Uh, and so you can buy coins. If you win rallies, that gives you some kind of currency that you could use to potentially unlock levels early. And so, and then they, 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 they rebalance the, um, the rally tickets. Cause right now you have, you get so many rally tickets. Like I, I don't even, I can't even use them all. <laughs> and, you know, or even like the bubble thing that we were talking about, like, cause mm-hmm. that's, that's a really good mechanic. If you're trying to reap, like you say, you miss the third green token and you don't want to replay the level you're just like okay i'm just going to die so i can get backtrack a little bit and so if you could sell you could sell those bubbles you could sell time extensions i mean there's a lot of stuff and it's not to be to exploit your users it's really just to deepen the the gameplay experience yeah Um, it's it's there there's and this is something that i that i 
keep trying to underscore and, and represent is when when people talk about this stuff again, like you said, it's not trying to exploit the users, but at the same time, you know, business got a business. Eventually, someone's got to pay to support the stuff, totally. and one of the ways you do that can be to reduce that barrier of entry. And you know, it it, it a, a lower amount of engagement can get you interested and get you. Uh, to feel that spending one dollar is a good enough value for your entertainment, um, yeah, it just it, <laughs> on the business side, it. I won't say there are no games that try to be, you know, feed into addictive behaviors and uh, uh, try to be exploitative, but honestly, most of them don't. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and the, <clears throat> you know, it. And you first and foremost have to start with a good game, right? And that's oh, what yeah. they right here they've got a good game and so they're giving the, the the user a ton of value like hey here's this awesome game and um like you said i mean it's a business right you have to you have to make money in order to stay open and continue to make good games and so and even to continue to support the the good games that you have out there um and unfortunately like if they don't get that right like you're going to have these games that come out they're not going to be supported for very long um, or they might even just say, Hey, this, this isn't working. Let's go into another kind of business area and focus on games over here, which would suck because I, I'm actually super excited about that, like library of Nintendo games coming to mobile. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, but again, I mean, there's a, it's a balancing act, right? You can, you can do it. Uh, you could grind your players too hard, and I would argue that right now they are right. Like mm-hmm. they, you get three levels, and that's it. You gotta you gotta pay ten bucks. You're like, yeah. whoa, that that sucks. <laughs> that's that's why like the rally mode where you get a whole bunch of stuff. That's kind of fun, and and you can get a fair bit of, uh, of uh, in, enjoyment out of that in the free mode of the game. Yep, yep. But uh, yeah, the, while while the the three and a fraction levels do. A uh, pretty good job of introducing you to the kind of variety that the game can present. It's still only three and a fraction levels, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty limited. But uh, just kind of another thing. Speaking about you know, hard paywalls can be a no-no, and you know, one of the uh, ideas is if you do have like something like a premium currency, like you know, gems or whatever, whatever the hell. Um, you want to have the player have some way to collect these things without having to spend money. It may not be a lot, but again, it's the kind of thing where you don't want to have something hard locked off from a user. And I mean, take a look at Clash Royale. Like I have honestly, I have never felt any pinch to spend money in that game. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically I guess I could want to unlock chests quicker or, uh, uh, get more gold to buy more cards, but I don't know. I, I like I've actually been playing that game a fair amount, and and I don't care about <laughs> about getting more cards. I'll just get what they give me, and I'm in right. a clan, so whatever I particularly want to level up, I ask them to donate that to me, and you know, yep. that that's how it goes. It yeah, yeah, I don't, and so there there's very very little uh. You know, one one term to call it there is a pain point. You know, there, there's very or a friction point. Those kinds mm-hmm. of terms. There's very little that I feel of that in Clash Royale. But I bet Clash Royale because it's Supercell and because it's off Clash of Clans and it has kind of a built-in, pretty significant 
uh, user, well, not necessarily fully built in, but, you know, it has an inroad to a very significant user base and enough money to have pretty significant marketing behind it. Mm -hmm. You're going to get so many people in, you're going to get a good number of people who want to invest in it. Yeah. I mean, and obviously from the charts, they, they are like getting that and, and there are, uh, and there's a lot of, it's like a variety of gameplay, right? Like people can come in, they can play for free. Like you're doing, you have some friends, you're, you're happy with the cards you're getting and it's still, there's a ton, there's enough content there to, to really kind of keep you engaged. But if you're one of those super competitive players, or if you're in a super competitive clan and you want to climb the leaderboards, you want to get some of those more advanced cards, you're going to cat, you're going to spend money. And, you know, there, that, that, there's like a, a giant well that you can just, you know, throw money into to, to get some of that stuff. So yeah, those, yeah, that's, they they know they've got that down to a science. Yeah, right? they they know what they're doing. Obviously, there. And that's and 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 this I I think there's actually it. We could probably go on for a long time if we wanted to focus on comparing and contrasting the the game implementation and business implementation between Super Mario Run and uh, uh, Clash Royale because they are extraordinarily different. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um, and. Uh, because, you know, one of, one of, because Super Mario Run has that hard paywall, it's just that old school type of freemium demo, then pay to unlock everything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that same kind of engagement loop where, you know, you get this to let you do that, to let you do this so you can play again and then start all over again. Where yeah. every, every point in the loop, you're actually kind of looking forward to the next step in the loop. Yep. Yep. Whereas Clash Royale definitely does have that. Yep. And yep. that's that's the element that if someone wanted to be evil, they could look at this and say, you know, this is uh, exploitative design. But uh, really, that's, depending on how you implement it, yeah, it could just be good design. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, and I, I, I would I argue that it's not, right? Because there is still a really enjoyable, engaging experience for the vast majority of, of their users that aren't spending any money, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. So. When I said exploitative, I, I specifically, or not specifically, I, I was speaking in general for the free-to-play mechanic, not for Clash yep. Royale. For Clash yep. Royale, like, like I said, I have never felt any pinch to spend money. I think the game design is great because you can't, you have a whole like host of different types of units, but you because of that you can act the the deck size that you have you can never have a deck that actually has a good counter to every other kind of deck yep so there's a lot of good stuff there but that kind of depth of gameplay while there are very interesting and fun things in super mario run i love that flow state i love the style points things it doesn't quite exactly have that same kind of uh uh variety Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, at least not at least not that it surfaces to the user in the demo mode, which again cuts the legs out of how much you can get engaged in the demo mode, and thus uh, will limit how many people feel it's worth the ten bucks to unlock the rest. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and I I need to uh, go back on a statement. So I was digging. I'm just digging around some more on uh, Mario Run, and I discovered there is a way to actually link with your uh, your Facebook account. So, <laughs> but you had to research it. I did. I did. Um, but uh, yeah, you can actually uh, connect via Facebook or Twitter. So not just the uh, Nintendo account, which is uh-huh. which is pretty cool. 
Do you have to pay to unlock the login? <laughs> Another ten bucks. <laughs> no, I meant like it was only behind that one paywall. Like you don't access it until you pay, and then you can log into Facebook. Right, right. We we don't no. care enough to put you on the leaderboards until you pay. <laughs> no, well that's cool. That might that might get me to play play longer because now I've got a bunch of uh, new people that I can essentially rally. I don't know what the the gameplay is here since I just discovered it, but um, yeah, might All be right. be something cool there. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and you know what? Another thing I gotta point out is that definitely the, the game does show pretty much your expected level of Nintendo polish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it was half-hearted or shoddy. It doesn't, like you said, it controls really good, got very solid game mechanics, all that stuff. It does not feel like, I don't know, a mobile tie-in. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. feel like, what, what is it, Slashy Souls? Right. <laughs> or anything like that. It's, it, right, right. Yeah, they, they definitely put their, their, their A game, yeah. um, behind this. Okay. Um, I think that covers everything I wanted to go over. Okay. Uh, on Super Mario 1. Was there any other thoughts that you wanted to get out there? No. I mean, that, those were, those were the main points I was gonna yep. bring up also. Alright. So. Let's share some war stories, shall we? <laughs> All right. You have anything uh, amusing anecdotes you'd like to share? Um, let's see. I um, I don't have anything off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> but if you maybe want to start with one, I could I could potentially sure, sure. roll into one. So I, I've got I've got one. Uh, it's another. It's really the story of another bug that was found. Um. A long, a long time ago in my career. And this was in a first-person shooter, and it was in this stage, there were civilians running around. And they they usually just, like, flee and run out of the room. It was a long time ago, so it wasn't, like, a large crowd or anything. So you walk in, there's, like, say, a couple of women in there. And, the, you know, guns start firing, and they, they, they scream and run off. There was a way, and th- th- this is also probably the... the it, it's it's not too bad, but this is probably the dirtiest story I've ever told. Um, there was a way to cause if you entered a certain way and fired a gun like with a certain timing, and, and it wasn't like crazy specific, but like if you just like ran in, got this far in, fired a shotgun, um, this one of the NPCs, one of the women, would get stuck between trying to duck for cover and run away. So she'd be constantly going up and down. Mm-hmm. And I think you can sense where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because if you stood right in front of her, it definitely looked like she was doing something to the player. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in turn, had to be mentioned in the bug. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, nah, it's probably something you want to avoid because it was a licensed game and if someone noticed it, the license holder would probably be kind of upset. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, was, what, when you find bugs, there's always weird kinds of things. And then, you know, one of the one of the tricks that QA has to resort to a lot is, oh, you know, oh, she just got stuck. That's not too serious. Yeah, well, if you do this, it looks like something else. So it kind of is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta look at a bug and present it in the worst light possible. 
and you got to be delicate with how you're uh, you're you're delivering the message. Yeah, yeah. You're using phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um. Well, I don't really have any, anything off the top of my head, but um. All right. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right. All right. I mean, so, sometimes one of the reasons I do this is because in QA you get a ton of stories. Right. But, uh, right. Some, sometimes it takes a little bit extra. Like other other positions have to think harder. They don't. They aren't necessarily stories that that translate well to the uninitiated. And sometimes they're stories that you'd have to think really hard to figure out how to present them in a way that isn't just like flinging crap any, everywhere. <laughs> yes, that's. I think that's my the, uh, my biggest <laughs> kind of concern is just like ah, I don't want to say anything I'd reg- regret. Which is in turn why I try to run this anonymously because <laughs> I can think of one story that you can tell off the top of my head, but I can I can imagine you don't want to go there. <laughs> probably, probably not. <laughs> I, I heard it involved uh, throwing a cake at the wall or something. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, I've heard tale. <laughs> awesome alright then well that'll be it thanks for joining me today Josh alright thank you alright and for anybody out there listening if you have anything you'd like to see me write about in the Behind the Line article series or hear us talk about here on Behind the Line Radio please feel free to get in touch with me at kinetic at enthusiacs.com that's k-y-n-e-t-y-k at enthusiacs.com see y'all next time everybody Behind the Line Radio is presented by Enthusiacs.com. For more podcasts, Let's Plays, articles, videos, reviews, and more, visit us at Enthusiacs.com. Also, send us a comment on Twitter, at Enthusiacs. View us on YouTube, channel Enthusiacs, and like us on Facebook, Enthusiacs. Thank you.